Welcome to the Perimenopause Minis, a collection of special weekly mini episodes that I've made especially for you. Bite-sized chunks of mega valuable information to help you understand exactly how you can make the lifestyle change that's going to help you navigate the perimenopause years in style. Welcome back, peeps. We are here this week to talk about what I call the three pillars for fit, healthy, happy perimenopause. First things first, though, if you have not joined the free Fatigue to Fabulous Challenge yet, then go do that now. The link is in the show notes for you. So hit pause, go join me, and then we will get started. Now, like I said last week, when we start to notice those early menopause changes, sometimes as soon as our early 40s, I like to see that as our body giving us a little nudge. So it's a sign that things are shifting and that we might just want to sit up and take a bit more notice. But of course, we all know that, particularly in the early stages, things can be a bit subtle. So we notice that, I don't know, maybe we're feeling a bit more tired. Maybe we are having a bit more broken sleep. Maybe our mood is changing a little bit. Maybe we're feeling a bit more achy. Or maybe we can't put our finger on it. Maybe we just don't feel quite like our old selves. We don't really know exactly what's changed. We just know that things are not the same and we don't feel like our usual selves at all. So usually it's not necessarily anything that's going to give us huge amounts of concern. Things just feel different. And on top of that, I also know that some women who have had less subtle signs, so they have been struggling a little bit in their early and even mid-40s and have gone to their doctors and then they've been told that they're too young to be in perimenopause. They get sent away again. So for lots and lots of reasons, it can be really easy to dismiss some of those signs and symptoms that are going on and to soldier on. And isn't that what we do as well? We just soldier on. We just go, it's going to be okay. I'm going to get past this. It's going to be fine. But for me, this is a really golden opportunity. It's an opportunity to start looking at everything that you've got going on in your life, your habits, your lifestyle, your exercise, your nutrition, all of those things, and to start making a few changes right now. Because I think particularly if you're in those earlier stages, you've got a bit more clarity around what you can do. You can start to make small changes at first and you can add to them as time goes on. So it's a really, really, really good time to just get really clear on the things that are going to make the biggest change to you or the things that can make the biggest difference. I also know that some of you listening are going to be deeper into this time of change. Okay. So your symptoms are more bothersome. They're starting to affect your quality of life. But even if you're there, it's never too late to start making those lifestyle changes because they're going to serve you now and they're going to serve you for the long term as well. So wherever you are on that continuum, whether your early stages, subtle shifts, you're like, Mm, I think that this is probably coming into perimenopause. I think that things are different. That is the perfect time to start making change. But even if you're much further along this, this journey, along this continuum, you can still make really positive, simple changes that are going to have an amazing knock-on effect on everything else. And I'm going to talk you through what those key things are now. So like I say, there's these three key pillars for lifestyle change. I'm not going to go into huge depth today. This is a bite-sized episode and it can, you know, if I tell you everything there is to know about these, it's going to be feeling really overwhelming. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk about that area, but just give you kind of maybe one key thing to think about in each of those areas. So one key thing that you can maybe consider doing, adding, starting, changing in that area that is really going to help you. Of course, there are going to be lots and lots of other things that we can do. But, you know, like I always try to do for, you know, my members, my clients, the the women that I work with, is to break it down and make it as simple and as feel good as possible. So I want this to feel, I want you to look at this and to think, actually, that feels really manageable. That feels like something I can definitely do. Okay, so that's what we're going for today. Now, pillar number one, 
And this always comes to the top of the list for me, by the way, is stress management. A lot of us have spent our lives running around the place, being busy, being stressed, getting from one day to the next, you know, looking forward to the next holiday, basically. And, you know, we just get swept away with it. And I think that when we're a bit younger, we can kind of get away with that. But as our hormone levels start to change, as we get into our 40s and 50s, we just can't get away with that anymore. It starts to affect lots and lots and lots of different things. I also put this first because we can't change from place of stress. So if we're really stressed, if we're really busy, if we constantly feel like we've not got enough time, we've not got the headspace for stuff, we're not going to make other changes. So I will always encourage in my perimenopause course, for example, that you always start with stress always start there because that is going to have an amazing knock-on effect on everything else. But not only that, we become less resilient as we get older. So things that might have kind of gone over our head before feel bigger, feel worse, (laughs) make us more frustrated. It can affect our sleep and vice versa. So then if we're not sleeping well, that also adds to our stress. It can affect our hormone balance it can affect our weight gain as well. So our weight is massively affected by stress, particularly at this point in time. So if we're releasing lots of cortisol all the time, then it's going to be incredibly hard, if not impossible, to ever lose any weight, whatever you do for yourself. So that definitely needs to be borne in mind. Hot flushes can get worse when you're stressed. So there's lots and lots of different reasons why stress is the first thing, always has to be the first thing. So in terms of that, the thing that I would really encourage you to do is, this is more of a thinking piece than an action piece really with this. So it's time to start asking a few questions. So how is being busy, rushing around, being stressed all the time serving you? Because quite often we have this story of, well, people just need me and I have to do this thing and I have to do that thing. And we say yes to too much stuff and we pack our diary with too many things because we're so used to the stress that we, we almost can't do without it. But being busy, being stressed is serving us in some way. This is something I realised myself a few years ago when my period started to get really heavy and I started to go into that kind of early perimenopause phase was that I was stressing over stuff that just didn't matter. I was packing my diary with clients all week, every week, and then wondering why halfway through the week I was absolutely knackered and I was not feeling good. And I've had to really work on that and to like disengage myself from the idea that being busy all the time equals success. So there will be something in there. There's something in there for absolutely all of us. We have a relationship to it and it is serving us in some ways. So when it comes, there's lots of things we can do. There's lots of actions we can take. But the first thing I'm going to ask you to do when it comes to stress management is number one, to know that that needs to be sorted first. Okay. Everything else comes after that. The second thing is to start looking at what is going on. What is your relationship to being busy all the time? What is your relationship to stress? How is it serving you? You know, we often blame things outside of ourselves. And yes, there are lots of things outside of ourselves that can be stressful, but we also put a lot of pressure on ourselves in many ways as well. I know I did for sure, and I've had to address that for myself. So what's your relationship with that? So that's the stress management piece. The second piece is the exercise piece, obviously. (laughs) Um, You know, that's a big part of what I do. And I really believe that exercise is healing and that through exercise, we can gain so, so, so much. So it doesn't have to be prescriptive, right? It's just moving your body in any way that you can. A lot of us have got used to just not moving our bodies very often or in ways that feel good. We get stuck in our chairs, in our cars, not moving very much. So if you're not doing anything at the moment, then this absolutely is something that has to be addressed. Even if it's going out for a walk every day, just something, anything that gets you moving. Now, what I do 
with my members is particularly get them into strength training. So strength training, resistance, so using resistance bands, using weights as well. It is not scary, doesn't have to be scary, but it can feel absolutely amazing. Okay. It really can feel amazing. So I want you to think about that. Think about how you can start to add a bit of movement into your life, how you can start to get out for a daily walk, how you can start to add some strength and resistance working, because those things are really, really, really important. And then last but not least is nutrition. So this is our third pillar that that I will work on with everybody. So looking at blood sugar balance particularly. Again, there's lots and lots of things we can do with nutrition. We all know that. But blood sugar balance, particularly at this time in life, is really, really important. So as we go into the perimenopause and as our hormone levels start to change, we become less able to balance our blood sugar levels and we can become what's called insulin resistant, which basically means that our body is more resistant to insulin. It means that we then have to pump out more and more insulin to shunt our sugar into the places that it needs to go, into the cells that it needs to go. And that can lead to weight gain. It can lead to chronic disease. Okay. And it's, it is not good. So the thing that I will always give people strategies that are going to help them to balance their blood sugar. So there's lots of other things, but blood sugar balance is really, really key. So be looking at that kind of, you know, those sugary snacks, be looking at, you know, evening wine time, be looking at the sweet breakfasts you might be having, be looking at all of those kind of things to make sure that you are balancing blood sugar and that you are reducing that kind of insulin resistance. Okay. So like I say, I have not gone into great depth on those, but those are the three key areas. So looking at stress management, adding movement, and looking at your blood sugar balance with relation to your nutrition as well are some really key things that you can start to do. Now, I've talked about a lot of stuff here and it can feel really overwhelming when you see that big list. So I always encourage you to start with just one thing, usually the stress management piece, okay? Because that has a knock-on effect on everything else, okay? So start with the stress management piece, and then everything else will become much, much easier to do and much, much easier to manage. And of course, that's what you've got me here for too. And this is what the free fatigued fabulous challenge is for. So it's going to help you go from feeling maybe a bit confused, a bit unsure about where and how to start to having real clarity around the key things that you personally need to do in order to make those lifestyle changes. So the lifestyle changes that are going to increase your energy, improve your mood and have you feeling like your very, very best self. So over the five days of this challenge, I'm going to be giving you some simple mini daily challenges. They're based around the three key pillars that I've talked about today. And each one is going to build on the day before to create your very own formula for success. And as well, it's going to leave you feeling better informed, more empowered, totally ready to rock your perimenopause. The link is in the show notes. Head over there to join me right now. We're going to get started on the 18th of September, Sunday the 18th, and I cannot wait to see you there. Right. I hope that's been a really helpful overview of the areas you're going to need to think about for improving your energy and resilience. And if you've got any questions at all, you just need to head over to my Instagram profile at Alex Chickfit and drop me a message there. So I'm going to see you next week where we're going to talk all about why diets aren't the answer anymore. And I am going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.